Broadcasting live from the United States of America. You're listening to the Living Sexy Radio Network. Playing the sexiest music on the planet. Oh, is it my turn? (laughs) So, here I was in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. I was having a wonderful time questioning my sexuality, dating men, and enjoying things like getting drunk and doing radio gigs at the same time, all three. And we had a Rocky Horror Picture Show night, which was a lot of fun. I may have had a few too many. Next thing I know, I'm making out with this guy. And I mean making out. And there's touching, and there's groping, and then there's, okay, meet me at my apartment. And at this point, I drive off. Live from the Living Sexy Studio Suites, it's Living Sexy with Blackjack Electric and Chastity on Gabnet.net and LivingSexyRadio.com. This is the Living Sexy Radio Network. So, not only am I driving with quite the buzz, but I am flying down the road because I really don't want this gentleman to follow me. (laughs) I make it all the way back to my apartment. I don't know how, but I did. And I passed out. The next morning... I go to the radio station, and I find out from my program director that this gentleman called him at 3 o'clock in the morning going, Where does Melissa live? (laughs) 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 So there you have it, my sexy story for tonight. You're a sexy stalker is what it was. Yeah, I was going to say, he stalked you. (laughs) And and he had the presence of mind, as drunk as he was, to call the program director at your radio station. Yep. Where does Melissa live? Oh, my God. She left me hanging. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> left him with the blue ones. Yeah, sure did. Oh, yes. So there you go. <laughs> uh, Living Sexy Radio. It is uh, a, a beautiful Monday in the Living Sexy Studio Suites, and we are live on GabNet Live, uh, around the world on LivingSexyRadio.com, and uh, in Tampa Bay, Sarasota, Florida, on WWPR. This is Electric. Uh, here with Blackjack and the beautiful and talented Melissa Fox. G-Spot is off tonight, uh, and we have the Olympics that ah. just wrapped up last night in one of the strangest uh, wrap-ups that I've ever seen. A very odd uh, closing ceremonies, but I'm <laughs> sure you guys will have your own opinions on it. Oh. Uh, maybe the most exciting part of the entire thing was watching people take pictures with that cute little gymnast. Yes. Uh, the rest of it, eh, uh, not so much. First time I ever watched it from the opening ceremonies through most of the Olympics to the closing ceremonies. And more First time that ever happened. And, and your volleyball. most exciting moment of the Olympics was <sighs> beach volleyball with the ladies. <laughs> of course. Really? <laughs> beach volleyball fails. You know what they did? This is what yeah. NBC did. <laughs> okay. They, all the time that they're getting close to like 8 p.m. When, when, when they tell you how bad the world is after all the news and everything. And then they go, okay, well, it's happy time with the Olympics again. They keep previewing the female mm-hmm. beach volleyball competition. Well, of course they do. And then they show you swimming. Yep. And then you go, coming up, the beach, bo- the beach <laughs> volleyball competition. And tennis. then they show more swimming. Sure. And then it's getting, it's getting later and later. Now it's like 10. Now it's like ten thirty. Yeah, 
I've already sat through other. They had commercial breaks, what, like every five minutes? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they go beach volleyball coming up next. Now, oh, son of a bitch, they got the beach volleyball coming up this next. Is I lean on the edge of my chair. They show like them hitting it over four times, and they go, "Okay, Belarus won." Now we're back to you there, Chris. And and that okay. that was it. That, that it's was basically uh, bait and switch. They're just trying uh, to keep you tuned in. That's what they did. Yeah. And it, here's the thing I, that I am really upset with about the whole volleyball at the Olympics thing. <laughs> what you, they blew it? Because Why? if <laughs> if they're going to wear those cute little teeny tiny shorts on the beach volleyball court, they should at least wear them also on the indoor volleyball court. Mm-hmm. But no, they don't. They have the boy shorts on for that. Yeah. And I think it's just wrong. Because the the you know it's a volleyball uniform. Let's have the same damn shorts on the beach that they have inside the court. You know, I like uh, boy shorts. I think they're cute. I think you should leave a little bit to the imagination. Sometimes, really, they need to be some cheeky things. They need to be more cheeky. I think I'd like cheeky. to see some. What? Cheeky. What? It depends on how big the cheeks are. Well, I thought it was kind of well. Weird. The Is Brazilian um, the volleyball ones. team. Yeah. Sign me up for that one. <laughs> I will. I would love to take them out to lunch sometime. Hello. <laughs> the genetics oh, yeah. on these people. I mean, they're just good-looking people. The men, the women, everybody. Everybody's good-looking. And they beat Germany for the big uh, gold medals at the uh, at the soccer finals. Right. Uh, you know, the, the Brazilians, uh, they, you know, they they won what they had to win. OK, they won the big one, which was the uh, the football. Game, it was a very right? close game, by the way. They had to have what they call the shootout. Sure. Yeah. Where you get one guy at the uh, at the goal and then one guy. That was the kicks. worst penalty kicks. Totally. And you you have to keep blocking, right? And so it's mano a mano, as they say in Brazilia. At what I say, and snore. <laughs> and so they right. So they kick. They got it. They kick. They miss. They kick. They miss. They kick. They, and then finally, somebody guy, the Brazilian blocks it, and then the other guy misses, and then they win. So that's how they win. It was kind of anticlimactic. Well, that's how the U.S. women's soccer team lost because the show the whole game had to end in a shootout yeah, the right? men's too and same thing men's shootout side. so yeah. uh yeah very anticlimactic i think i mean it is a team sport but uh, you know uh, i'm not gonna complain about it because uh it is the biggest sport in the world so uh, this is the night we wrap up the olympics on living sexy radio uh and we'll talk about the medal counts and all that stuff we will talk about who was sexy who was not what what you looked at that was really worth looking at the lochte story is big i know you've got that in gooey gossip tonight uh, as uh you're filling in for g-spot melissa yeah i'm doing my best i am i've got a lot in uh in gooey gossip actually most of it olympic oriented too Got Usain Bolt. No, no, no. We've got Ryan Lockie, as we said, the I Lied story. Uh, the drinking story as well. And then, um, oh, the big man died. The uh, boy band creator. And, um, oh, I think the divorce is final. The Carrie Cannon divorce. Is I have no idea who Carrie Cannon is. Carrie and Cannon. Mariah and Oh, uh, See, she was she was getting fancy and using last names. Well, it sounds like a guy could be called Carrie Cannon. He got divorced from Misty Muldoon. Ooh, ladies you know, and gentlemen, or, 
Introducing <laughs> Carrie Cannon <laughs> live. You. That's right. Okay. That's going to uh, be okay, my next you. incarnation. That's good. So that, that's coming up on Gooey Gossip tonight. Mm-hmm. We have the seven greatest moments. We're going to count them down here on Living Sexy that <laughs> happened at uh, the Olympics in Rio. And then we have the strangest stories uh, of the Olympic Games, and there are some whoppers oh, yeah. on our list, good. and we'll run down the top ten strangest stories in the Olympics tonight. want to give a shout-out to Lil Sis at uh, WWPR right there on the uh, on the west coast of Florida. What's up? And uh, she wanted me to give a shout-out to her last week, but since yeah, we were that, off, yeah. <laughs> I said I can't do it. Then she called me a sucker MC, but, you know, that's sometimes you, sometimes you got to be kind of put in your place well anytime uh, you want to call the show little sis uh, you can go right ahead we'd love to hear what your latest exploits are in the dating world because i know you're working it hard alex bennett thank you uh, gabnet.net uh, the citizen panel is live trick who do we have up on the uh, skype for gabnet live if you want to skype through gabnet live you can get on the show that's a really easy way to do it. Also, you can always call 866-GET-SEXY. Oh, we have Amy out there. get sexy Hello, Amy. Uh, we have Tony. We Tony, have, what's up? Uh, Ivy. Uh, we have uh, somebody by the name of Aubrey. Aubrey, what's up? I like that kind of cheese. Rin. Rin, that's a cool name. R-Y-N-N as opposed to Ryan, of course. And uh, then we have somebody by the name of Zyanaby. Uh, all checking in tonight on our citizen panel, monitoring the fine program, and uh, Skyping into us with their text and comments. If you want to Skype us, you can at GabNet Live. We're also monitoring the Living Sexy live feed as well on Skype. And we've got a few people uh, hanging out there. We want to welcome a brand new listener, Wen Lu. Hey. Hello, Wen Lu. Hey, Wen. Uh, when are you coming you. down to the studio, baby? Wen, get it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funny. Uh, so once again, Living Sexy, we're also on Skype there. And then look we're right there. Facebook. Facebook Live. Facebook Live. Hello to everybody watching on Facebook tonight. We've got a few uh, hundred people out there on Facebook tonight. Over 1.9 million listeners oh, uh, in the uh, the That's month of July for Living Sexy Radio. That's We're uh, on par to beat 2 million for the month <laughs> for the man. month of August. Love to have you listening around the world. Uh, and wherever country you're in, we uh, invite you to you know, uh, be part of the show tonight. If you want to call in, uh, talk to you to us about what you loved about the Olympic Games, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, also, what is going on after the Olympics? What are the athletes going to do now? Uh, what's the next step? Try to parlay endorsements. Maybe endorsements. Uh, of course, the uh, very important cover of the Wheaties box. We know who's going to be on there. The little four foot uh, ten inch uh, uh, tumbler. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, we'll have the sexy artist this weekend. Who is it, Jack? Sexy artist is Alicia Keys. Now with the voice, so we got to give a little love to Alicia Keys. And I don't think we ever have on this show. And shame on us for not. Wow. And before the night is over, I had to get to this story about this teacher. Now, you'd think it would be the other way around, but it ended up that there is money that's being awarded in this case. Mm-hmm. A lawsuit was filed. $6 million is being awarded, and you will never guess who's getting the money in this situation with a teacher and a student. The principal. Yes. I'll tell you more about it. Uh, we'll find out more about it. Uh, as uh, we get closer to the end of the night. But uh, I'll get it to you. It's an incredible story, and you're going to be shocked at who's getting the money. I got to hit me up, too. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. First-timers looking for some suggestions. First-timers. 
First time is in what? Swinging, baby. Swinging. Swinging? Okay. They be swinging. Very good. To hit us up from swingersboard.com, a feature we do all the time. That is Melissa Fox's favorite thing to talk about, and uh, we'll uh, shoot that out there tonight as well. All brought to you by Caliente Club and Resorts, the most luxurious clothing optional experience you can imagine. We will be there this Sunday for SOS, Suits Optional Sunday. If you've never tried nudity with uh, groups of people, this could be your Sunday to do it. You might want to take just the top off, or maybe you just want to hang out and see what it's like. We're going to let you in. Very inexpensive to get in the door at Caliente. It's going to be a great time. I want to thank our friends who came out to a pool party we had in uh, Lake Buena Vista and Disneyland area. And uh, I want to thank you for uh, joining us and uh, hanging up by the pool. We gave away some beautiful jewelry from Ferry, uh, F-E-R-I. If you want to check out more of their beautiful stuff, uh, we have a link on our website. It's a big diamond. And when you click that big diamond that's on the LivingSexyRadio.com site, you get transported to a magical world where you can get I believe it's a hundred dollars off any fairy jewelry, isn't that right, Trick? You got it. It's hundred bucks. Uh, you can go in there and spend it anywhere on the fairy website. It was a great party, though. It was a very good oh, party. it was awesome. I wanted to thank uh, friends at Bee Resort and Spa, also uh, Parada Couture, uh, the friend, our guys who did some DJing for us, uh, Rock and Ron. Wow, what with, a DJ! And also, uh, we it was. Uh, he is. He's he's a legend, man. You, you lost your spot there, didn't you? Uh, I you lost did my not spot. expect it. I was thinking about the the guys who who co-hosted. Yeah, it was great. The co-hosts were incredible. If you want to find out more about it, uh, you can check out our yeah. Instagram. Just go to Living Sexy on Instagram. We've got some special pictures from the uh, pool party posted on you know, our Instagram you're, account. You're such a sucker sometimes. You know that? All right. So uh, the Olympics. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, talk a little bit more about it before we get into gooey gossip. How about the medal count, guys? Uh, who uh, who what? finished uh, who finished surprisingly low? That you were amazed by. Before you go there. The Koreans? Don't forget <laughs> Edgar. Edgar and the blackjack table. Edgar! I love Edgar. Edgar. Oh, oh, my God. We love Edgar. Aces Wild Casino Parties. Hydrate Orlando. Yeah, we're uh, still talking about the party on Sunday. I know, right? but I wanted okay. to give some love, man. We're, we're still know. giving love. I'm yeah, sorry. I thought we were done with that. Now we can go. Okay. We love everybody. We love everybody's loved, and they love us, and everything's <laughs> good. And pool party, pool party, pool party, splash, splash, splash. Okay, done. Uh, so the medals. Uh, yes. Uh, I was surprised. Puerto Rico only got one? No, by the TV coverage. <laughs> That's better than none. Yeah. No, but I was surprised by the TV coverage in that Russia finished in fourth place. Mm-hmm. Got a whole bunch of medals, and I don't remember watching any coverage. I saw soccer, and I saw some basketball. Of Russia winning any medals. No. Well, that's because it was a United States slant, don't you think? No, but... I mean, I saw I didn't, a lot of... I did... Yeah, I, I, hey, I saw plenty of Great Britain. I saw Chinese uh, people winning medals. I saw Italians. I saw Spain, Spanish people. I saw Jamaicans. I saw New Zealanders. I saw even Canadians. Mm, I even I saw, saw somebody Canadians. from Uzbekistan that NBC covered winning I a did medal. See that too. And I didn't see one damn Russian win a medal on NBC sports coverage of the games. And that was one of the things that really surprised me about this. Who do we I, didn't, call? I didn't see the Russians win, but yet they came in fourth, but we never saw them on the, uh, on the right. NBC. They won 56 medals. Right. They won 19 golds. We didn't see them win one on so, TV. So why do, you, why do you think that is, Trick? I'm still trying to figure it out. Can I tell you why? 
Tell okay, me. You, Do you tell. Go ahead. I want to hear. Because we're pissed off at the Russians. That's what I thought. You know. Donald Trump isn't pissed off at the Russians. Well, no, it's Donald Trump. He's joking. pissed off at China. Well, you know, but we're we're pissed at the Russians. What so they do, what did they do? But let me what tell you, Russia do when you say we're, we don't include Living Sexy Radio, of course. No, no. Because no. the people in the suites Disclaimer. love you Russians. We think you're sexy. We think okay. your vodka's sexy. There you go. We think your women are super hot. All right. No, uh, you have to understand something, Trick, that, that there's kind of a thing where we're like mad. We always are kind of mad at the Russians. I don't know why. Maybe because they're the closest competitors to us, you know, and so there's that little rivalry thing going on. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they don't get any love See, on NBC. We didn't play them in any high-profile anything, okay, right? We the didn't United do that States either. United didn't right. play in any no. high-profile matches with No, the so there'd be no reason to show it. But still, there was no reason to show Kenya winning a medal in the in the. Here's the funny thing: we're not pissed at the Kenyanese. No, but but here's Kenya. They Is have that some. It, they, they they had they had they ran the marathon right. Kenya yeah. Kenya wins the marathon. Kenya wins every damn marathon. They're very right? thin Kenya, and they run fast. I don't know what happens in Kenya, but they, they win every damn. Marathon. It's up in the mountains, low oxygen. Right. So right. when they right. come to sea level, it's like they win everything. So this gangly guy. Is standing on the podium, right in the middle of the closing ceremonies. They stop everything, and they have a medal presentation for Kenya. They play the Kenya national anthem in the middle of the closing ceremonies. The even the NBC commentators started to giggle about it. Yeah, they did. What what in God's green earth are they doing with Kenya? Standing in the in the in the damn podium in the middle of the closing ceremony, well, and they stop for seven minutes. Do they give them a sandwich? Those guys are thin, man. It's oh like you always God. you want to feed them like you want to feed the supermodels. They're all, you want to give them like a sandwich or a cookie. You so know? my big surprise was Russia in the whole thing. I just didn't get to see any Russians. None. No Russians. Tony, I did. You remember 1980? Didn't we boycott or something because the Russians were going to be there? And, you know, there's always been this thing with the Russians. See, this is supposed to we be love about the, the games. I know, but it's not it's really. It's not, not supposed to be about the politics. Eh, it's all about the politics. Okay. Did you see where the North Koreans and the South Koreans were hanging out together? The the athletes. That's good. And they were hugging, and there was there were selfies being taken with athletes from North and South Korea playing games together that's the only time they're going to see each other one another. Yeah. it was a beautiful thing it was a beautiful thing for me to see this it's nice to see the koreans right. getting along uh so so those were my my observations well of course uh i like the gymnasts i thought they did a tremendous job with their javelins and stuff and all that things mm. and uh javelins, javelins. Yeah. i didn't know they had any javelins yeah, they, they 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 got all is that, that a new stuff. thing they're that they just got put, into they the their, no, they do all that stuff okay I got to tell you, I saw some pretty funny diving. I mean, this one guy went they in They make like, funny faces when they no, dive. This they one show guy the slow went motion, in like right? a crab. I mean, it was... <laughs> like feet, a crab. Yeah, arms and legs at yeah. the same time. <laughs> Whoops. I know. Spin, spin. <laughs> like, it makes oh. no. It makes there's no yeah. noise. There's like, well, no, no splash. This guy made a splash because he? he never he didn't straighten out and he went in like he was a crab. Like I'm saying, his arms and his legs both at the same time. Uh. It was like oh my god, and nobody said anything about it. They weren't like oh my god, that was really horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Lochte had a big adventure. We'll oh, talk about yeah, that. Oh, yeah. yeah, we'll discuss it that. It was uh, it was really gossip. fun. I so, liked it a lot. So let's get into it here. Uh, this uh, 
feature we do uh, every single week, uh, uh, every night of the week, rather, on uh, Living Sexy Radio. Living Sexy presents Gooey Gossip with Gossip Goddess G-Spot. But, but. And in for G-Spot tonight, the wonderful and talented (laughs) Melissa Fox. So. Let's start off with something good, like Usain Bolt being caught in bed with another fox. woman. Really? Oh, yeah. What do you mean another woman? How many women does he have? Uh, well, he was cheating on his girlfriend. Well, he's fast. He can probably Yeah, exactly. Fastest man alive. He can set a record, uh, world record, as a matter of fact, in 100 meters, but not so fast that he didn't get caught <laughs> cheating. I thought you were going to say, yeah, right. Uh, he couldn't get out of there if he was fast enough. Yeah, this gal named J.D. Duarte, uh, she uh, shared a couple photos of her and Mr. Bolt online. I should say in bed and online. Really? Yes, a couple of scandalous images mm. um, uploaded to a close group of her friends on the WhatsApp. And then they got leaked out into the World Wide Web. It really doesn't leave a lot of doubt as to what was going on between Usain Bolt there and Mr. Duarte. There was a teeny, Duarte. teeny, tiny bit of nudity in these photographs. What happened? Yeah. Something came undone. How big is Hussein Bolt? Uh, not so big. <laughs> she says she uh, felt it was very negative. She didn't want to be famous. She's dying of shame. She met him at the Bote All in uh, in Rio Saturday night. He was celebrating his 30th birthday. May as well. Have a little fun. Why not? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's kind of a typical thing. Male celebrities send the bodyguard up. And so one of his security team went up and initiated the potential hookup. Of course. And she's like, it was no big deal. It was normal. So apparently it was an inadvertent diss to Mr. Bolt. (laughs) It was normal. Yeah, it was normal. So maybe he's like a one minute man because he's so fast. Yeah, I bet you, you know. I, bet I you, knew that one I'll, was coming. I'll bet, I just knew. I was waiting. No, I bet you. I bet you when he when he gets into bed, it's like, all right, Foo, faster, faster, Foo, faster. Come on, come on, Foo, come on. Foo. Foo. Okay, oh, I'm done. And then he okay. smiled with that goofy grin. <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> you like no? You like it faster? I am the fastest man in the world. Oh, how boy. fast are you, you sane? <laughs> Pretty. Fast. I'm so fast. I already finished a baby. It's, it's done. <laughs> So, Ryan Locke, he still doesn't get it, does he? Well, I don't know if he doesn't get it. I, I, I think he, he just likes being the bad boy. Here's the thing. You he, if you met, remember four years ago at the Olympic Games, mm-hmm. he was a jerk-off. Yes. Okay? The guy was a, was a, was a, was a dildo at four years ago. He's always been a dink. Uh, he, he's, he's a low-life scumbag, and he's always been the bad boy of the U.S. Olympic team. Okay, I agree. and that's the role. I think he's a little nut, like a little nutty. Like he's a, he reminds me of like a Spicoli character, yeah. right? Mm. It's kind of like that, Mr. Hahn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just wish somebody'd call him out and just say that the guy's a dink. Well, one week into the Olympic lie, he still doesn't understand exactly what he did wrong. No. Well, let's hear what he has to say here. A, I mean, that's not really my. That's not me. Is getting uh, mad and angry and like wanting to fight or anything like that. Um, but I was, I was upset that we got pulled out of the taxi for. I thought something that nothing like. There was no reason for a gun to be pulled out for us for doing nothing. Okay, so he really? did nothing at all. 
Come on. And they pulled out a gun. So was a gun actually pulled? Did they ever figure it out? Yeah, apparently a gun was security out. Guard. There was a gun out. That means a gun was pulled. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that can change the, you know, that can change the whole demeanor of a situation, ramp it up. Uh, yeah, so, but the, yeah. it doesn't excuse the behavior. It no, the, it doesn't. The, the terrible, vandalism. terrible vandalism. You know what they did? And they pulled, they down, pulled a down a poster. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you know, he does seem remorseful. Lotke said that uh, he not only does he feel like he's been irresponsible because of the excessive drinking, he's not ruling out rehab. <laughs> they never do. You know, you get free room and board. Well, you get to rest for a he's week. He's been fired by Speedo. He got four four sponsors. Uh, fired by Ralph Lauren. Yeah. Uh, what were the other two? I don't have them right uh, here. Don't have them in front. That's yeah, okay. It doesn't really matter. Uh, what did you say? Seven Eleven might sponsor. <laughs> wow. Circle K. Yeah. And he has been suspended by the Olympic Committee. He said, if that happens, I guess uh, he doesn't know what it'll do. So. Well, you know, it can't be any worse than what happened to the greatest Olympian of all time. Caitlyn Jenner? No, the greatest Olympian of all time. <laughs> Michael Phelps. Um, oh, Phelps. You know what Phelps is saying? Thank the God it wasn't me. You remember what happened Thank to God Phelps, Thank God it right? wasn't Phelps, me. <laughs> Phelps got pulled over for a DUI. A couple of them. Okay. Well, wasn't he doing a crack pipe? Or no, he was, no, he was doing the pot. He got caught he on got, But he, anyway, he, he, got, he got pulled over for a DUI. He got into a whole bunch of trouble with the police. He had to, had to do a bunch of community service and all kinds of other bull and pay a fine and all that good stuff. And you know what the Olympic Committee did to him? Six months. He was suspended for six months. So okay. what are they going to do to Lochte? So the same. That thing, is or? a hell of a lot worse than pulling down a poster and yeah. lying about it. Well, what are they at a him? gas station? What are they giving him as far as suspension? Okay. They haven't said anything about it. No, uh, sure but yet. there's going to be some action. But it can't be any worse than six months because they'd have no way to justify it against what they did to his swimming partner, the greatest Olympian of all time. Mm-hmm. All I know is. If you're a swimmer and you're winning gold, you're a little weird. You know, you're doing strange stuff. You're 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 getting pulled over for DUIs. You're doing the smoke. You're ripping down posters. You're saying you got a gun pulled on you. They're not exactly. Um, they're kind of like the the, the Top Gun guys. You know, off. like they're just all testosterone. It's all drive. Really? So, yeah. so, so, how come we don't hear this about the female Olympic athletes? Because yeah. we're okay. men are because we men are dumber than the. Is that what the it ladies. is? The females yeah, are just smarter. So females are smarter, just the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so of course, Melissa Fox is thinking. Blackjack says the obvious. It's a new feature on yeah, Living Sexy. Really, point out the obvious and then pick at it. No. Like, uh, you pick at it. Yeah. Like, what it owes the mom said, never pick at it. Yeah. Mine's scabbed scab over, so I'm fine. What else you got? It. I got the mastermind behind the Backstreet Boys and Sync and a huge Ponzi scheme. The, uh, the nephew of, uh, Art Garfunkel and more dead. Did you know that? Lou Perlman died. Lou Perlman was the nephew of Art Garfunkel? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why he had access to all that money uh, huh. in the first place, and then he lost it, and then he did a Ponzi scheme, and then he was in jail. He had an ongoing cardiac problem, though. I mean, probably because he was like as big as a cow. But um, yeah, he passed uh, passed away. See, past Friday. I thought it was Rue Perlman that you were talking about, and you mean uh, Rhea Perlman? Rue, yeah. 
No, Rue not Perlman. Rhea Perlman was in Cheers. Right, Rue, right, I yeah. never heard of Rue, Rue Perlman. Perlman. Isn't her name Rue? Rue. No, Rhea. Rhea Perlman. How do you spell it? R-H-E-A. Okay, Rhea Perlman. You know, I thought that's, that's married to Danny DeVito? Yeah, I thought that's what you were talking about. No, okay. Lou Perlman. He was... Uh, See, I don't even know that name. Put together if the you Backstreet were, Boys If and you were NSYNC. Chinese, you would, it might be a little confusing. Right, right. But I only saw this guy one time, Lou Perlman. He was down on Church Street in Orlando, and they had just opened this venue called Club Paris... He was Paris not Hilton. there, was he? How he was he there, there with Paris Hilton and Paris's sister, and they were on a little podium, right? there on Church jail. Street. No, this is before jail. Okay. And that's the one I time I saw him. That Paris. was like 05. Like 05. All right. Well, I was at his birthday party years ago um, with like all these senators and everything. I mean, he was schmoozing. Let me put it that way. How was it? You have a nice place? No, it was, uh, it was a downtown venue. I mean, it was huge. It was hundreds of people there. It was pretty wild. But, uh, yeah. That was like him at the, the crux of his power. Mm-hmm, right before everything went down. But uh, Backstreet Boys, if you're in Orlando, Florida area, you'd know all that deal. Well, there wouldn't be a Justin Timberlake if there wasn't a Lou Perlman, you know. Just um, think about it. Yeah, or Nick Carter, A.J. McClain, right? Kevin Richardson, Brian. Yeah. Like, oh, all those guys. Or Joey Fat One. Fatone, I mean. I always thought it was Fat One, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he does a hot dog stand now and, uh, on uh, oh, I Drive. What does he call them? Big sense. Fat Ones? But anyway, Lou Perlman apparently screwed them, these two bands out of all of their money, collected the money for producing, for managing. It was all because of the enormous success of New Kids on the Block. And his enormous figure, which kept getting well, more no, enormous. Well, no, no. But anyway, he was on his way to the hospital. He'd already been released from mm. prison to go and uh, have a um, a surgery, heart surgery, and mm-hmm. passed away before he got the surgery. Didn't even get to the surgery. Yeah, so Rip right. Blue. And, oh, well, you know and, what? Anything else? Yes. Yeah, I think there's more. Do you want more? Yeah, we want more. Yeah, give me one, one more. more. One more, one more gooey gossip one story for tonight. One more gooey gossip story. Oh, if I can get it to work. Ah, it's dash. You know what happened? Lou Perlman is locked up. From, <laughs> from, from beyond the grave, he is locked up. He got world. pissed off the way you were talking about Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon, the, uh, the divorce. It just, it just won't end is really what's going on here. Did it end? No, it's going on for... There's a new song called Infinity. And um, if my computer were working, I could tell you the rest of the story. But maybe we should take a break and come back or something. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Well, I will say this. Uh, and, of course, so we lost a friend of ours last week. I just want to give a shout-out in the oh, memory yeah. of Papa Spike. Papa Spike, uh, you're flying with eagles now, man. There we go. I got it. It's coming. It's loading. It's just Darren website that uh, we were using. It's the gooey gossip. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying that uh, they were like not getting divorced. They were still like right, right. But Mariah's still. gone to dissing Nick Cannon at this point. He says you're broke and you're alone, which I don't think is true because he's got all his hands in all kinds of shows. I mean, he's producing all kinds of. He's stuff. He's got plenty of money. They yeah. just hide it well. Yeah. But, so, but she's got the new song Infinity, it's Infinity right? Infinity, right? And it, it basically she's just tearing him up, and it it's uh, some of the words talking about your mad. Could it be that you've lost the best thing you ever had? And boy, you acted so corny, like Fritos wouldn't have none of those without me, though. Boy. And uh, is it lack of ice that got you so cold? Have you ever felt this uh, on your own? Why are you trying to play like you're so grown? Everything you own, boy, you still owe. Which I don't think is very fair, but... It's not very nice of her to say these things. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's making songs about her. 
No, no. So anyway, and the divorce is still not final. (laughs) Well, there you have it. Thank you very much for that uh, gooey gossip tonight. Uh, And I did a very nice job there. I miss you, G-Spot. What a (laughs) fuck. Well, hope to God she's uh, feeling better. She can come in and uh, and, uh, do that uh, tomorrow night. Living Sexy on GabNet and uh, 1490 WWPR. 866-GET-SEXY. You're listening to Living Sexy, starring Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity. What do you mean? Hey, yeah. what do you mean? Broadcasting live across the globe oh, what do you mean? at 10 Eastern. Since you're running out of time, what do you mean? Oh, 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 what do you mean? Better make up your mind, what do you mean? Show us your sexy. Take your fantasies to a fun, safe, and welcoming place. The Woodshed in Orlando, Florida. The Woodshed is a private membership club dedicated to the practice of social nudism and the expression of the BDSM arts. Enjoy nearly 6,000 square feet of play space where you can explore every fetish. The Woodshed is fully equipped with everything from traditional bondage furniture to electric winches and other unique equipment you won't find anywhere else. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be tied up? Or learn the right way to tie up your lover? If you're kinky or just curious, the shed is for you. Discover your dominant or submissive side. Ages 18 and up are welcome. Whether you're single, in a relationship, or poly, all gender identifications and orientations love the shed. On the web at thewoodshedorlando.com. Take a night out of the ordinary at the nexus of kink education in the southeastern United States. The Woodshed, Orlando's kink community center. Hey, what are you doing this summer? The only plans I have is going to Premier Couple Superstore. Premier takes you where you want to go. Premier has the largest selection of adult novelty items, lingerie, clubwear, bachelor and bachelorette party supplies, and much more. Premier is located at 5009 South Orange Blossom Trail or online at premiercouples.net. Get your summer started at Premier Couple Superstore. Premier Couple Superstore, proud supporters of the LGBTQ and Pride Radio Orlando. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. Turn your sexy on. Talk to me, Oh, yeah. Living Sexy, livingsexyradio.com. <laughs> this is Blackjack. Hi. What's up? Here with uh, the wonderful Melissa Fox, who I'm blessed to do some radio with. And, of course, the other guy I'm blessed to be with is the one and only Electric. That's quite a uh, little dealio going on at the Woodshed. Yeah, Woodshed, uh, one of the sponsors of Living Sexy Radio. i got to love it there. And uh, we're going to be doing an event there very, very soon. Uh, You'll have a chance to come out and try your hand, so to speak, at some BDSM. And uh, maybe uh, you might want to wield a whip or find out what it's like to be tied up. Or maybe you want to bring your significant other and uh, see who's the dom and who's the sub. Is that what you do? You wield the whip? Yes, that, you wield are you, it. Are you, a wi- are you a whip wielder? A whip trick? wielder. Yes. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. 
So, uh, and we've got a lot of great events coming up uh, for Living Sexy. We're always doing something somewhere around the world, and we've got another great event coming up at Calling Into Club and Resorts. It's happening this weekend. Uh, we are going to be there all day Sunday for an SOS party. What does it mean? Well, it doesn't mean that uh, you're drowning at sea. It means that you are going to have your swimsuit on, but mm-hmm. you don't have to have it on. It's a suits optional Sunday. So if you've never been to a place where you can take your top off or take all of it off, you can do it at Caliente. And we are inviting people that have never been to a nudist resort to come and just hang out and check it out. You don't have to take anything off if you don't want to. You can just hang out and enjoy. And it should be a great time. So get out and uh, have some fun at Caliente Club and Resorts going up this Sunday just north of Tampa Bay in Florida, USA. For more information, you can go to calienteclubandresorts.com. <laughs> I love it. I'm not sure what you were doing. But that was a little SOS. Thing. Oh, it was a little, little ABBA. Yeah, you little gotta, ABBA you gotta for play you. the SOS part. I like that. Yeah, All right, here we go. Say the build up. It's good now. There we go. Yeah, right. So when you near me, darling, can't you hear me? SOS. I prefer Fernando. The love you gave me, nothing else can save me. SOS. Yeah, unfortunately, we're not having a Fernando party on Sunday, so uh <laughs> wouldn't have really fit real well there, Melissa. No? No. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> You know, one of my favorite things that happened in Anchorman was when they started breaking into Afternoon Delight, (laughs) which was one of my favorite songs when I was a little kid. I just loved singing Afternoon. I had no idea what it was about, but it was cute. All right. So uh, we are having a blast tonight on Living Sexy. We do this every night, Monday through Friday from... 10 o'clock until midnight and then on gabnet you can hear uh, a replay of the show uh, kind of a uh, how should we say a curtain call a delay uh, that delay happens broadcast. from one o'clock until three yes. o'clock eastern time tuesday through saturday mm. mornings mm-hmm. uh and uh it is a great uh, way to listen to the show if you don't get to catch it live and it's a, a great part of our relationship with GabNet. Of course, we're live tonight on GabNet as well. Uh, we would love for you to be a part of the show. If you've got a favorite thing that happened in the Olympics, maybe an athlete you want to shout out, something that uh, was really a memory-making moment for you, uh, hey, you know, shoot us something on GabNet Live on Skype or on Living Sexy on Skype. We're monitoring both. We'd love to hear from you. You can call us or you can uh, send some text uh, stuff. You can also hashtag anywhere out there at uh, your social media, whatever your favorite one is. Just hashtag Living Sexy. We're monitoring all the social media tonight. If you shout us out, we'll probably shout you out. And if you follow us on Twitter or Instagram, we'll likely follow you back. All right, the uh, greatest moments for you guys at the Rio Olympic Games. Uh, there were some great ones for me. Uh, what would you guys say were the big, great moments for you? The vegetables at the end. The vegetables? What the, <laughs> the hell are you talking about? The closing ceremony. I still am trying to understand what that was all about. Well, when they the all walked in with the, I didn't the flora see, and I didn't fauna. see the vegetables. Really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like the vegetables of Brazil? Yeah, I missed part. I, mean, I just saw him walking in with flags. I remember the vegetable part. Yeah, that was one of the other weird things. Well, because you got to remember, bizarre. they're in the uh, they're in the jungle. Oh, I'm sorry, it's the rainforest. Rainforest. And you know what George Carlin used to say? They call it the rainforest now because nobody wants to save the friggin' jungle. You know, 
That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it was one of those uh, cornucopia things. What the hell is that? You know what a cornucopia is, right? I like corn and, and buttered corn. Well, so. remember that lady that was from Brazil that kind of made Brazil, put Brazil on the map musically and the, the girl from culturally. Impanima? Right. She had the cornucopia. <laughs> that no, she that wore wasn't on the girl from Impanima. No, that was the only song I ever heard all night. The whole, the whole two. That was the girl in the tutti frutti hat. Right. No. The, 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 but, the, I the was, but I thought she was Argentina. Argentinian. No, she was Brazilian. Oh. And what was her name? Uh, I don't know. That's a sixty-four thousand dollars question. Arri- no. I don't remember her damn name. They mentioned <laughs> she it was on the, every episode of Love Boat. That was that's they, all they, they mentioned it at the, at the at the closing ceremony. So She's so really, the, 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 you, that's Carmen your, that's Miranda. Your, no, that's yes. it, Carmen that Miranda. Is Carmen that is your, Miranda. You're absolutely correct, Carmen Miranda. Yeah. Do I get a gold star? You get a gold star for that. So anyway, <laughs> uh, you loved the the cornucopia scene at the closing ceremony. Oh, that yeah. was your most memorable moment. No, Melissa actually, Fox. I really liked watching the uh, the Simone Biles, the gymnast, and also Katie Ledecky. I thought that was they really dominated. Okay. Katie Ledecky, that was my favorite one too. When yeah. she got it, and you know, she knew she had. She like was what they were all back. Oh, she was, so and she far was ahead. like. Ten lengths ahead. And swimmers. It was. Fun. It was. It was something that I don't think you'll ever see again. And of course, I like Michael Phelps, and he got some more golds under his belt. But the Katie Ledecky story was. Yeah, was the it one was that good. There were me. a lot of a lot of good stories. You know, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that was the biggest one for me. Was watching that little that teeny little girl bouncing around on the floor mat. She killed it. And then, of course, the swimmer, Katie Ledecky. So strong, man. These women are so, they're like, they're so, they should just. Oh, there was a judoka, too. A female judoka. um, Judoka? Like a judo? One who practices judo. uh, Judoka. Ah. See, I do kung fu. I don't do judoka. Big girl. But, uh, yeah, she she really was kicking some butt, too. That was pretty fun to watch. One of the things that that, uh, I was kind of watching with interest was the refugees mm-hmm. oh yeah okay um I, I didn't know we could have refugees competing at the olympic games with no flag so they competed in their own country yeah. mm-hmm. which was the country called refugee right so wait a minute they they in other words they gathered them all together and gave them a flag and say you're just another no country they had no competing. flag they didn't have a flag but they were just like these meandering marauding ten of them people yeah. That got to compete, like they like they can't go back to their own countries. Well, yeah, because it'd be either like a civil war or persecution. Right. For example, going on. Syria. Okay, mm-hmm. if you're from Syria, pretty much guaranteed you're a refugee. You don't have a country. Right. Okay, you have a, you have an anarchy that's that's go- going insane, and and you be, and you're running for your life trying to get out of the damn place. Mm-hmm. So if you're an athlete and you were going to compete, like this uh, Yursa Mardini. Uh, that was competing. Yeah, she she blew um, it. She didn't even make the. Heat, no, she didn't. But. She didn't do well. But I'm just saying, I was interested to see that. So, as oh, they were great stories. Yeah, as part of the Olympics, I thought that was something that was worth mentioning tonight. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is that the first time they've done refugia? Yes, or that was a first. That was a first. Inter- that's mm-hmm. interesting, man. That it's was really cool. Uh, there's a lot of other decent things. Uh, the Samaritans. I don't know if you're familiar with yeah, that. Yeah, the Bible. about the Good, right. the the good, good Samaritans. Good Samaritan. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Nikki Hamblin from New Zealand and Abby Diagnosto or Diagostino. I can never say D'Agostino. this. Yeah, from the U.S. They didn't win any medals in the, uh, the, the, the racing, but 
Hamlin went down in the heat, and D'Agostino tumbled after her, mm-hmm. put her hand on her shoulder, and said, get up, finish the race, you know, and then D'Agostino's knee buckled in the collision, mm. and they, she was unable to get up, and Hamlin stayed with her until a wheelchair came, and they brought her off the tracks in the wheelchair. And, wow. Yeah, you know. That's heavy. Yeah, it really didn't even matter. It was just a point of the, of the com- camaraderie, you know. It was uh, it was really nice to watch. It was like watching Usain Bolt and his teammate when they're running. They're just grinning at each other. You know, a lot of good, warm, uh, fuzzy feeling moments. If you yeah, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think when it transcends the the, the politics and and all the nonsense, I think that's when it's at its best. Yeah. I like the the Joseph schooling oh, yeah. Michael Phelps battle. You know, did you see um, the picture? Did yeah, you see yeah. The picture he met him when he was like twelve yeah. years old. And and, and there there's a really interesting story. And if you didn't hear what happened here, this is really cool because if you've ever wanted to compete against your idol, you know yeah. the person that got you into whatever you're doing now. It's kind of like if I got to have a radio thon where I could like you know go back and forth with Casey Kasem. That would be like me being with my idol and being able to compete with him on a mono a mono level. Except right? he's dead now. But he's dead, so I can't yeah, do that. No. I get to do it with Melissa Foxo and Alex no. Bennett sometimes. Oh, yeah. well, that's good. Yeah. But in this and, case, and Joseph Schooling uh, grew up watching Phelps win gold medals. Well, so did Katie Ledeck. She's got a she's got an autograph with him and everything. Yeah, but she didn't. Yeah, but she beat can't him, compete right. against him. So right. all of a sudden, here it is: the hundred meter butterfly. Phelps is expected to win gold, and schooling beats Phelps. And he was stunned. Yeah, he was. He was like, ah, I, can't, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> right. I mean, it was great, you know. And he was competing for Singapore, although he spent a lot of time here in the United States. He didn't. He didn't never thought. Yeah. He, I guess yeah. he never thought he would really and, get and it. It's right. really wild. No, so that may be one. May it could very well be maybe the greatest. Uh, in my opinion, single story of the Olympics and, from a competitive Phelps standpoint. Looked stunned that he lost. That well, he sure. got the, the yeah, silver. Yeah, well, he wasn't real happy. They about both it. looked stunned. Yeah. yeah, they they both looked around. I was like, what? I lost. What I won, mm-hmm. but it was you know? like a fingernail. It was like right, it was like, right. It was it was close. And then they had one race where it was one gold given out. I think it was the female team swim. One was or or one of them, but it was like one gold, and then four people got the exact same like time, and they both got silver. It's like like weird yeah, stuff like weird. that. Happened. Yeah. yeah. You know, no, they tie. Like. Well, they only go. They only go to hundreds. They don't go to thousands of a second, I guess. In 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 the. And my favorite swimmer story, besides Katie Ledecky, was uh, the Hungarian. I don't know. I don't remember her name offhand, but there was this Hungarian who came back, and she just bested. She even got a world record. She beat her own world record. Mm. They, yeah. She had had some kind of downtime where she wasn't feeling real good about herself and they told her they told the honestly on on tv that she locked herself in her room for a month because she was so depressed and she came back and that's pretty damn depressed you locked yourself in 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 the for a month yeah i I don't know i guess not come out for and and poor husband is come on honey (laughs) are you coming out just put the food under the, the door, the slide. And then the other big one that I that I really enjoyed, and I, I, I never watched a triathlon before, because frankly, it's just too damn long. Yeah. Uh, but I watched the, the women's triathlon, which was on, I believe, on Saturday morning, I want to say it was. And it was 
this Gwen Jorgensen, who is from Wisconsin, USA, and here is a girl that was sitting in a cubicle desk uh, as an accountant sitting in this big firm a few years ago, and she was recruited by the triathlon committee to start training to compete in the Olympic Games. And here she is, uh, has gone out and won virtually every triathlon over the course of the last year, and comes here expected to win, and she did everything right. <laughs> Four years ago, she did everything wrong. Her bicycle broke. She got a flat tire. She, you know, didn't even uh, wasn't even able to she finish had, the uh, triathlon. She had the bo. She had a bo. Yeah, 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 exactly. Since everything but was going, I, I thought that was a great moment, to, and to watch her, you know, just the emotion and and she couldn't stop crying at the end of this thing was, was incredible. And the woman that she beat. When they were running right to the finish line, they were having a conversation less than a mile to go in this you know, triathlon, and they're kind of going back and forth like, hey, why don't you take the lead? No, why don't you take the lead? No, why don't you take the lead? And they kind of actually laughed a little bit, and then uh, Jorgensen took the lead and then just ran away with it toward the end. Uh, so it was a really interesting uh, triathlon. I never watched one before, but you know what? It's really interesting. Uh, you know, they swim and then they bike and then they run. And so those are some of the favorites, at least uh, from us here in the Living Sexy Studio Suites. All right, let's move on to the strange stuff now. Okay, okay. we we've gone to the normal side, and of course, <laughs> on Living Sexy Radio, we tend to kind of lean toward the strange. No. Yes, we do. Don't we, Jack? Is that like dressing to the right? No. Well, sometimes it hangs yeah. to the right, but that's... A, <laughs> yeah, we uh, we do like to... Because uh, strange is fun, isn't it? I mean, we're a little odd. Yeah. Little, we kind of kind of go to the edge a little bit. I, I See, there's a few things, but there is a stranger story they don't even have listed here. But let's go ahead and we'll mention a few things. Of course, the the meme that launched a th- or the face that launched a thousand memes, that's the Phelps face, <laughs> right before the two hundred meter butterfly race against Africa's Chad Leclose. The cameras catch Michael Phelps glaring. I mean, just with the hood on, and now everybody's using that for you know the mad face. It's, it's like a thousand internet memes. Everybody was worried going into the games that there were going to be problems with the water on, well, the, we talked on about the coast that. and the water and various places and all that kind of stuff because it, you know, uh, it happens. There's, there's algae and there's all kinds of other kind of stuff. But you don't expect it inside of a controlled environment in an Olympic stadium, right? No. Well, what happened is that in one of the pools where they do the diving, the platform diving, one morning all of a sudden it turned completely green with algae. Oh, it's gross! And it was completely contaminated. <laughs> so what were they getting? They they put some dye in there to, so it matches the real logo, which was all green. Apparently, or? yeah. But but and they had to drain the whole oh, pool gosh. out, and they had to put all new water in the day. Unbelievable! Thing before they could dive into it. This is not good. So how about this? It. How about this boxer story? Oh, I want to have a fit. <laughs> Ireland's Michael Conlon appeared to have easily defeated Vladimir Nikitin of Russia. But the judges didn't see it that way. No. In the wake of the loss, Conlon unleashed a profane rant, claiming, I came for gold and I've been cheated. I'll not do another Olympics. 
Adding insult to injury, Nicotin ended up dropping out of his next fight, sticking with the bronze. So there you go. You saw this. That's you, there. You saw the Russian win. Yeah, it was weird. Not as weird as the pole vaulters Ooh. pole getting in the way. Yeah, the pole. What, what happened the, to this? The, the, what the, happened here now? The pole well, knocked the pole off. His pole knocked the pole. I mean, they're saying it really didn't, but Japanese I, pole vaulter Hiroki Agata. <laughs> I think he was competing against a pole, too, wasn't he? He didn't qualify because it looks like his junk dislodged the pole. Basically, his penis got in the He had too way. big of a package is what happened, yeah, right? Which, you which know, is a rare thing. It's in, very in, rare, especially for the Japanese people, right. to say, no, 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 <laughs> no, it wasn't mine. It's not no, that big. I mean, come on now, come on now. Don't be mean. No, it really looks like it happened with his hip, but... Uh, I mean, it's a rumor. It was a rumor. <laughs> so his, he, so he, his dangler was dingling. And he and, got... And he was almost going to get over the bar. And the pole and ball his, got his, knocked his dinkle knocked it off. Right. And then, after everyone started saying, it looks like your package knocked the pole off, he's like, no, it's not that big. <laughs> he didn't say oh, that. Yes, he did. Did he? Yeah, he was like... It was, but it was sticking out. It was too late. You could see that it was sticking oh, out. Uh, it, it basically, he needed to rope that thing or something. Do a little... Uh, Right, he needed to strap it down. <laughs> yeah, what did they call that? That was a uh, king, what was it? A prince, uh, a prince Albert, when they they used to put the pin down their uh, penises. No, oh, I thought that was a piercing. Yeah, that, but they would take a, a a a chain, a gold chain, mm-hmm. put it through the piercing, and then it would go around this the leg. So painful, right? Now. So that oh, around would, the leg, right. right? So you wouldn't see you weren't because it wasn't fashionable. But since to then, show they've the come package. up with something called duct tape. <laughs> All right, yeah. and so before he competes, he should duct tape it down, you know, so it's nice and flat. <laughs> hey, uh, Melissa. Hello. Tell us about the shirtless tongue. <laughs> I am not telling you about that. Yeah. Please. I'll tell you about him. Oh, I saw him enough, okay? Mr. He was great in the opening ceremony. Peter right? Dafutofua of Tonga decided to wear a traditional outfit. Um, and what is a traditional Tongan outfit? I don't know. Nothing. It's like some sort, <laughs> some sort of a grass skirt type and then thing. You, and then you got a, you know, there's no shirt. They and had him oiled. They had him oiled. Oh, you oil yeah. him down too. Oh, he was greased down. He could have slid around the nice. track of the opening ceremony. That sounds good. Um, but he had a. He wasn't great in his taekwondo match, though. That's it. The doesn't thing. really matter because. But he, he was hot as hell right. in the opening <laughs> ceremony. Because the opening ceremonies went to his head. You know, I like a guy that and named Peter. He's named after the uh, the pocket. Yeah, he's not so. named after Peter, as in um, in the what's that? The Hungry Games. So. Peter, Paul, and Mary. <laughs> now I mentioned this earlier. Uh, I was excited to see Uzbekistan win a gold medal yes oh that was fun and i don't even know where uzbekistan is it's it's, it's, uh, it's, it's in the middle east it's man. in it's in the middle of the middle of the middle east i think it's an eastern european thing it, isn't it? it's it's mm. just to the west of the east and it's okay. not too far west to be west i'm confused so anyway um apparently the <laughs> this is how i protest this was a very very exciting time for the uzbekistan's uh coach uh the coach ended up he was so excited after the match, he ripped off his clothing, stripped right to his underwear, uh, and, uh, and, 
and threw it on the ground and everything else. They lost their minds, yeah, man. Yeah, it, it was, was some incredible. sort of a protest. Really. Was this was was he uh, was he happy or, or no? Upset, he was protesting, or? but it ended up being humorous <laughs> instead. It was like put your clothes back yeah, on. It was so strange. basically, he couldn't. He knew he couldn't hit the ref. So he just started. He started stripping his clothes off, like and throwing like, it at the ref's like, feet. Yeah, like angrily throwing his clothes. Have you ever seen anybody do that? I've I mean, never I, seen anybody do that. No, not like that. No, no. Another thing I've never seen is someone diving on the track like uh, Felix <laughs> did there. And and I just I was so bummed that Felix lost when the Bahamian. Uh, so wait a minute, she would win because she dove. She yeah, actually won they, because she dove. They said it's legal. It's legal to dive in. I don't know. In my book, it wasn't legal, but it was apparently. I thought you allowed. had to finish on your feet. It's no? a foot race, but... But you can't dive. You can't did. slide into the finish line. And That's she did, and baseball. she won, and I thought that was like... Well, I just thought that was horrible. It, it cost a gold medal to Felix, but she won enough medals. It's good. I know, She's but fine. still. And then the smiling. I've been talking about this forever, about Usain Bolt. Uh, not the best sports photo all year round, but he's just smiling and grinning. He's, he's just loving what he's doing, like yeah. we are when you know, we do radio. Here's a guy that runs because he loves it. Mm -hmm. You can tell he's oh, just in love with running really, really fast. And, and he and and he has got so much personality when he runs, this Bolt guy. Oh, he's right? Um, I but, love this guy. But you you can see this him. This guy's living sexy. What's his, can, uh, last, yeah. uh, it was his, last, his last Olympics, though, right? Yeah, it, I don't know. That's could what he, he said. Could he come back? Yeah. He's still pretty young, right? Oh, he's right. You know, the, the the funny thing about him, though, and, and the weirdest thing about him is all the other guys are so serious. They're like, nah, they got these looks on their faces. And he is smiling ear to ear oh my God. like he's having a walk in the park, you know, yep. is the great thing about that guy. Yeah. You got a scandal or two going on. You have the, uh, the guy that got arrested from the international. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the International Olympic Committee prominent member gets accused of scalping tickets to make a buck <laughs> really are you kidding and then they haul the guy out of his hotel room he's pretty much naked nice so, <laughs> and he was with a hooker yeah no he wasn't no, i'm just kidding no, was, how do you know he wasn't with a hooker well, maybe he earlier in the day he was something. using his scalp ticket money right to pay for the hooker exactly you know, and then they <laughs> and just got done with a bj and he was doing well and don't forget the drugs trick you get you right, can't forget the drugs, drugs. There he, was, he had cocaine all over the place it was incredible then you got the dancing horses. Now, what what about the dancing horses? In 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 the Olympics, the actual Olympics, you didn't see this. God, I, I must no. have. I don't know if it wasn't volleyball. It was horses that I ended up watching. And these horses, they danced to Vanilla Ice of all things. Well, vanilla Ice. ice, ice. If you're going to be a horse and you're going to dance, I suppose it's not a bad song to pick. Oh, you could have done better than that. And one that I see did not make the list. But I got to share with you. Yes. Is about the uh, the Asian woman swimmer. Tell me about her. Yeah, what happened to the Asian woman? Well, swimmer? you know how a Asian women they tend to be well, traditionally they're very uh, close and uh, close to the breast of you, quiet about things. They don't speak uh, openly about things that are going on in their physical life. Well, on Sunday, this gal's um, team. And again, it, she was um, she was there. She's a Chinese swimmer. Her name is Fu Yahunu. And I know. <laughs> sure. Wait, I, wait. Uh, do do that again. What, what is her name? Fu Yahunu. Actually, uh, she Fu Fu's team came in fourth place 
in the 4x100 meter. Fui. The, the relay. Fui. No. Uh, and she was really upset and disappointed by the outcome of this. Well, so, of course. As she's being interviewed, she starts doubling over in pain. And the reporter comments on it. So, oh, you, you got some tummy pain? Something pain going on there? Something not right? And again, normally, Asians are kind of close to the breast. They don't say these things. Then she gets up. She goes, no, actually, I started my period last night. And I'm feeling pretty weak and tired. <laughs> and, and I mean, the whole, it was like the entire country of China went, oh, oh my How God. dare a woman talk it's, about Why her. would she tell the truth? Well, what is, why would she be so open well, and you candid? can't talk it's about that. taboo. No, you can't talk about anything in the female yeah, uh, you it's, know, the it's area. It's extremely taboo. Yeah. But you could talk, you could sing songs about the penis. You oh, could yeah. have parades oh, about well, the penis. You could worship the penis. The penis gets all the press. What happens with the poor vajayjay? You can't even but say the word vagina Thankfully, in China. though, she didn't say, she, she didn't go on to say it's not an excuse. At the end of the day, I just didn't swim very well. But, I mean, you got to love that girl's honesty. Yeah, I mean, if you're having serious menstrual cramps and uh, and you got blood coming out of your... Uh, and you're all bloated. Uh, thing, mm, and, you're, yeah. and then you got to swim as fast as possible not on that particular happen. day. Uh cramps the whole this is thing. a I terrible mean, idea horrible all right so you got to appreciate the uh, that i felt was one of the strangest and best stories of the <laughs> olympics awesome. <laughs> all right we uh are going to continue to talk olympics tonight through uh, our living sexy radio program on gabnet and on livingsexyradio.com as well as wwpr in tampa bay bradenton sarasota florida uh, we uh, are uh, going to get to our Hit Us Up coming up here oh. next. And what, what is that going to be about, Melissa? Uh, first timers in the swinging department. Oh. All right. Mm. And uh, what's next for the athletes? Also, Blackjack will have his sexy artist. And who's it going to be tonight, Jack? Alicia Keys, baby, the beautiful, lovely uh, new host of right. The Voice. And before the night is over, I have to tell you about the $6 million award. I got. Thank it's you. a student and a teacher situation, one of these sex scandal deals. Mm. This one involves pregnancy, no. and you'll be amazed who was awarded the $6,000. Amazed. Amazed. Joe Mama. <laughs> Joe Mama. You never know. All right. We uh, would love to hear from you. 866-GET-SEXY is the number. You're listening to Living Sexy, starring Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity. Broadcasting live across the globe at 10 Eastern. Turn your sexy on. We are proud to introduce Fairy Designer Line, the world's exclusive luxury club of high-end fashion that includes posh, 21-carat Fairy Mosh, the 19-carat Bridal Signature Series, and a selection of fine timepieces. Now serving clients in 150 countries, it's the fastest-growing fashion house in the world. The newest Posh Vibe Collection is made with the highest quality silver and includes healing stones like jade, amethyst, and mother of pearl. Adorn yourself with necklaces, rings, earrings, bracelets, and super for sporty high-end watches. The Fairy Designer line expands its flagship brand, Fairy Mosh, with exotic handbags, wallets, and high-end European footwear for men and women that dazzle. It's beauty in its purest form. Wouldn't you like to wear the brand the celebrities wear? Simply go to livingsexyradio.com and click on the famous Fairy Diamond to get more information and receive a $100 gift certificate you can use right now. That's right. Go to livingsexyradio.com and click on the famous Fairy Diamond and go shop. 
shopping today. Fairy, the fastest growing luxury designer fashion house in the world. The planet's sexiest mix. This is the Living Sexy Radio Network. Broadcasting live from the United States of America. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. We like it when you watch. This is Living Sexy, talking a little bit about the Olympics. Of course, a lot of those Olympians living sexy. We uh, previewed all the sex that went on. I think they had to shut down the... uh, the uh, the area again, right? They they they, they things were getting too hot. I don't the, know. I, the I Olympic didn't hear what, village. Happened, what happened, man. Uh, there was all kinds of uh, of misuse of uh, misappropriation of uh, of uh, beds yes. and mattresses. Hey, oh, all, all kinds of bow, misuse and bow, bow. <laughs> living sexy. We're talking about uh, what happened in the Olympics. We got a beautiful event coming up on Saturday. Uh, more information on it is at MixingSexy.com. You want to check that out. That's a, a new uh, social site for people who want to live as sexy as they can be. Wouldn't you say, Trick? I think so. I think you're right. And this is called the SOS Party. Uh, it is our weekend of fun at Caliente Resort and Spa uh, on the west coast of Florida where they can just let it all hang out. Some people probably shouldn't let it all hang out. Oh. But those people know who they are. And they're usually nice about not letting everything hang up. Okay. So the one sex scandal that uh, I know about at the Olympics is Ingrid Oliveria. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently there was a uh, uh, quite a, uh, a, a room of, how should we say, uh, uh, of sex going on. She actually kicked her partner out of the room so she could have sex. And it was quite a scene, I guess. Oh dear! Yeah. Did but, she really? Yeah, but Ingrid, you know, she's uh, she's quite the Instagram poster. Well, you know, there was also remember the the synchronized diving team got broken up during the Olympics <laughs> because of the, the, the they too, one did too much of the uh, the naughty naughty. Oh, they got broken up, really? Yeah, the the team of Giovanna Pedroso and Ingrid Oliveria. Hmm. Remember, you said about Oliveria. Oh yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. And now they're done. Dunsky. That's it. No more. Killed. Yet. Well, that's all right. It's uh, it's going to happen. Sex happens. It's just one of those things. But now, uh, of course, uh, you know, people get the, they're in Rio. You know, mm. not only are they at an Olympics and they're horny anyway, uh-huh. you take them to Rio, <laughs> you give them Rio and Copacabana and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And the beautiful beaches and the beautiful people. I okay. Mean, you know, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I hear you. All right, we'll get more into the Olympics tonight. Uh, talk to you about uh, what the, the Olympians are going to do next and who's getting married. Uh, there was a whole bunch of marriage proposals and uh, all oh kinds of stuff that happened at the Olympic Games. Uh, we'll also get to my story uh, later on this hour about what happened when the sex between teacher and student when teacher uh, got pregnant. And there is a large... Uh, lawsuit that was filed, and you'll never get guess who's getting the money. Uh, really, an interesting story. But first, uh, you, 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 
You could hit that just one more time. It'd be all right. No. <laughs> I, so, did it, I did it the proper way. I've been perusing the <laughs> forum again at swingersboard.com because people send us questions that way. And if your question is selected, we read it on the air and talk about it and help you out with some solutions. What do you win, Trick? You win a three-day, two-night vacation in one beautiful destination of your choice, courtesy of Living Sexy Radio. Sweet baby Jesus. So, swingersboard.com. Hit the forum. Yeah, it's all free. It's cool. Now, this is from Lucas Sex. Lucas Sex? Lucas Sex. I can only say that once. Lucas is X? Lucas X. Okay. Yes. Now, they win. They're from Colombia, by the way. Ah. And I do not mean South Carolina. <laughs> The, the country people. of Colombia. Very, very pretty okay. women in the country of Colombia. They have uh, good coffee there, I understand. Oh, yes, very thick. <laughs> Juan so, Valdez grows it himself. Let me just clarify, first of all, that English is not the first language of this couple. <laughs> okay. Si, señorita. Wouldn't but it be I funny if they it. said uh, French was? Yes, French. Yeah, but it's not. It's Spanish. Ay, chica, no es tonta. Oh, I see, claro. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, muy bien on that. They did. Yo tengo. The question Navidad. is. Yes. Hello from Colombia. After many conversations, and apparently this has gone on for years, Mrs. Lucas, sex, <laughs> I cannot say that, and um, a failed situation with a male, female, male, with a friend who finally ended up saying no, Lucas, sex, and the missus have the courage They've contacted a couple through a swingers website. Maybe mixingsexy.com, eh? Nah, possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he goes on to say we met a couple about three weeks ago, no chemistry at all. Mm. But we did have a good time drinking cocktails, as one often does. The second couple followed. Now this was much better, so so much better, that the missus wanted them to meet with us again a couple of days later with the intention clearly of going further maybe a hotel room huh? unfortunately we had to leave early so it only went as far as a couple of beers but it was clear that we had finally gotten the cards to take the next step the couple has some experience full swaps couple of male female male but they've been very patient they don't consider themselves to be very far ahead of us as a matter of fact, they said that they never had such a good time just having drinks with another couple before. Okay. Mm. Mm. The male couple works about a four-hour drive away from our city. He comes home every month or so. So we're planning to meet at an intermediate town on Saturday night, maybe a couple of days from now. And the girl lives in the same city, so the three of us will drive out meet her husband. We plan to go dancing, have some drinks, and then go somewhere else. Our concern and question is, how do you break the ice? I mean, after we've had some drinks and dance, one of us will have to pop the question of going somewhere, and this is when the nerves take control. Once we get a hotel room or get to the hotel room, what should we do? How do we start? I've read about it in some forums here, but considering that this is our first time and we have some more, and they have a little more experience, although they don't make presumptions of it, we are terrified that things may go wrong. Hmm. Should we let them make the first move? Should we go for it? 
We are confident that we want to jump in the water with them. We trust them. They are not rushing us. But when the time comes, then what? What's the uh, you know what? What's the worst that could happen? I mean, oh my gosh! Why did you pull your penis out yeah. so soon? Oh, oh, no. oh! I think we better go. Things are getting a little too hot in here. I, <laughs> no, I mean it. it, it just got to sometimes. You just got to de- dive in the deep end, I guess. Um, when it comes to stuff like that or I, anything, I think a lot of libation, like, a lot of liquid yeah. courage, and well, it's kind of like remember when you were dating your first. Yeah, it's going to be significant other. You're mumbling and fumbling or whatever. I mean, you know, but it. But you get through it, and you... was there a fear of disappointment? Do you think maybe? Yeah, well, I guess that's part. Well, of it. I think it's the fear of the unknown. Yeah, mm. is what it is. It, it, they've never done it before, so the the there's no experience. So as a result of that, it, it, there's fear because they don't know what's going to happen. I would, I would suggest this, that I would play up ahead of time before the event occurs that all of the members of this group uh, exchange some text messaging and some general communication so that there is some breaking of the ice before the event actually occurs and before they go out for drinks that could get a little uncomfortable if everybody's intentions aren't clearly stated ahead of time. So I think a little breaking of the ice ahead of time with communication, maybe a couple of sexy pictures sent back and forth on text messages or through one of your the dating site or you know mixing sexy or whatever, I think that's a great idea and a great way to kind of set expectations before you get to the hotel room. So then if you are going to do full intercourse with the other couple, you'll know it and they'll know it before you get to the hotel room. That would be my suggestion. I like that. I say ditto. Ditto. I, I know where you're coming from. But you, you're, you know, Jack, I know you're the kind of guy that likes to kind of jump in with both feet well, you know, in, I, in a situation I, like that, I right? think, I think in any kind of, <laughs> <laughs> I think in any kind of situation, mm. you got to scope it out. And this is anything, whether you're in a doing like what this is about a swinging thing, or if you're just kind of hanging out with a new girl and you're trying to think about, well, how far can I go with her, or what should we do, or how can I not look like a doofus, or or whatever. And that must be difficult for you. It is. It's extremely hard. <laughs> And uh, this is my middle finger being extended. Of course, this is radio, so I had to explain it to you. You walked but into that one, Jack. I did. But, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just kind of fun to flip Melissa Fox off a little bit. <laughs> uh, you know, so like I say, I agree. But sometimes you just got to go for it because it's part of the adventure of life, isn't it? Trying new things. Sure. Savor the journey, my friends. Yes. Well, here's another one. Then This is my idea is once you get back to the hotel... Uh, how about playing some games? You you mentioned like when you're a kid fumbling around, you know, the teenager, whatever. A little strip poker, spin the bottle, maybe some truth or dare, or maybe you, Mrs. Lu- or Mr. and Mrs. Lucasex, uh, you start making out, you know, and get the 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 mood changing a little bit, you know, and then they'll get the idea that you're interested, and then go, or maybe even on the drive up, since they did say they have to drive up to a four hour drive to meet up with the husband, the women can talk out a few things, and there could be a huge conversation on the way up. Either way, savor the journey, regardless of the results. It is new, unexplored territory, and anything can happen. 
And I'd prep the hotel room first. I wouldn't just show up to this room cold. Yeah. I'd go to the room ahead of time. I'd get some refreshments in there. I'd get some lighting set up. Maybe bring one of those cool little uh, light things that, that makes the different colors or whatever. So it's kind of it's dark in there, and there's some mood going on. Are you talking about those little laser lights? Yeah, the laser light little... thingies. Yeah, and they yeah. play the music and everything. And you could have all that ahead of time sitting up in there. So when you get there, it's ready to party. So there's not this uncomfortable, oh, gee, well, let me get, you know, the music, and let me do this, and let's, you know, make sure that the – you know, there's a cooler and you're hauling stuff in and you just show up and it's ready to roll. Right. You got the environment already set and already at a very high level for sexual activity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just keep it light and easy, though, too. You know, I mean, no expectations and you won't be disappointed. You know, <laughs> yeah, I like the idea of prepping the room. I think... Um, you know, I think they made a good choice uh, all the way around with the couple, the mutual understanding, and just be honest with them. Let them know, you know, what you shared with us, that you understand, you've been talking about it for a long time, and more than likely they're going to appreciate what you have to say, and they will help you with the whole bonding experience. <laughs> yeah, sounds great. Hit me up. Very good. That is Hit Me Up. Uh, Swingersboard.com brings it to you. If you want to be featured on Hit Me Up and get yourself a three-day, two-night vacation, it's easy to do. Just post your question anywhere on Swingersboard.com, and uh, people will nominate it. Once the question is nominated to be on Hit Us Up, we will look at the nominated questions, and we will decide which one we're going to feature. And we click a little button there on swingersboard.com, and bam, your question is featured. As soon as you get into the featured section on swingersboard.com, you are guaranteed of getting yourself a vacation and hearing your question right here on the air on Living Sexy Radio. So swingersboard.com, love you guys. Thank you for being our partner here at Living Sexy. Yes, uh, swingersboard.com. I always try to find a good one, so and I, I like that because, you know, no matter where we're at, when we've talked about people with scars and colostomy bags and everything else, there's always something different, you know. Everybody brings something different to the party, so to speak. So don't be shy. Put it out there, swingersboard.com, and if I read your hit me up, then you score. <laughs> there you go. I know. I like it. All right. So uh, we're talking Olympics tonight, and what happened in Rio as Stays the, in Rio. as Olympics go, hmm? um, as you know, a a whole package from beginning to end. Yeah. Where would you guys place it in the Olympics of modern times? Would you say that it is one of the five best that you've seen? One of the worst? Where where is it? Yeah, I mean, for you me, watch pretty much the for whole me, thing. it's kind of like. You know, it, it was good. It they had a lot of really cool moments. I wouldn't say it would. I don't. I don't know. How do would you defend? How would you define what like the best of the best Olympics? Mary Lou Retton. There that, was that Olympics, for example. Olga Colbert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nadi Comaneci. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. not. I mean, you look at some of the big Olympics. What about the the Beijing Games? Those were pretty spectacular. And and I'm telling you, mm-hmm. the Chinese. Did they put on an opening and closing yeah, ceremony I mean, that had, absolutely yeah, blew the, the world away? Too. I mean, the queen yeah. and, and you got to got to hand it. You got to hand it to the Brazilians. I mean, their economy's in the dumps. They have no money. They, had they, no they money. have the everybody's corrupt uh, the, in the politics, and yeah. so for what it, for the amount of money that they could spend, 
I thought they did a great job. I mean, but it wasn't China. The guy wasn't running around the dome like sideways in the air and stuff. That and was all pretty that. cool. Nah, that was my favorite. Yeah, well, I know I like the queen coming in in the helicopter along with James well, Bond. Got to love the, the queen. Brits. That yeah. was good too. Yeah. But as this one ran, um, I'd say it was up there. I'd give it one of my top five in my okay. lifetime. We saw a lot of last, a lot of firsts. Uh, some very interesting things went on. You know, Michael Phelps, again, retiring for That's real true. this time. He's not going to retire. He He's coming he back is. in four years. You know. He said possibly. Um, you know, I think it was packaged a little tightly, if you will, by NBC. Too much, uh, too many commercials, though. That was too kind much of a drag. volleyball, I swear. Yeah. I, all I saw was vo- all well, day Andy, long. Were you watching live. the main network feed, or you, were you watching over on MSNBC watched, or CNBC or on USA? I watched Bravo. Or, okay, on yeah, Bravo, yeah. I watched a few. A lot of it was repeats. Um of stuff I'd already seen. Most of the time I watched the main feed on NBC. And I liked uh, that they showed the whole uh, uh, football game, soccer, uh, on the, the, soccer. Uh, the Spanish yeah, channel. Yeah. And they, you know, that the guy went, go! <laughs> yeah, was it, Uni- was it Univision it was on? Was it yeah. Uni- Univision, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they, so. They I love that guy. That, yeah, he's cool. He's, he holds it for like what twenty five seconds? Uh, thirty. No, yeah, it's, 30, it's 40 way seconds. out there. Yeah. yeah, it's a long time. But uh, <laughs> so uh, initially, your question was where where does it rank? rank? Yes, I would say in my top five. Again, Beijing was pretty hard to beat. Beijing was a hell of a movie. yeah. That was a lot of yeah. fun. I miss the Russians, and I'm I, I started the show off telling you that I think the U.S. is not as good without the Russians chewing at their teals mm. um and we didn't have the russians you know in our face uh, in, in this olympic games uh because of the disqualification because of all the steroids Is that why we won so many medals because we they wasn't well, right. they, we didn't feel a lot of the well, pressure they, there was no competition for us i mean yeah. we we ran away with the damn thing we it's two to one over any other country and without the russians the united states isn't as good as we should be and yes, we won a bunch of medals. And yes, there was competition. But there wasn't the kind of competition we've seen in previous years where the Russians are chewing us up. They're beating us sometimes. We're, it's, it's, it's neck and neck. It's that kind of a thing. You sound like a sore winner trick. Oh, stop. It's not true. I agree. There was a, a lack of competition competition in that sense of it yeah. i didn't have yeah that. another I, I agree with you guys i you think know, that they they didn't really have the screws put to it where's the villain i mean here well, here we have, have here yeah. you know in every competition the uzbeks are the villain the uzbeks no 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 Thanks. hope solo was the villain hope solo hope solo was the villain. that's hans's sister yes exactly <laughs> no she um, she's the uh the um goalkeeper for the world the the you know united states women's soccer ah. and I, I felt first of all i i thought she really you know she, she didn't suck but she what actually she said sucked. about yeah, sweden she, she did suck her comments yeah i was, was just really disappointed that she was going to be the one that represented you know the soccer team when they lost <laughs> blew it so we we were watching uh me and mrs blackjack were watching the other night uh, the the water polo, oh god, which to me is completely ridiculous. Okay, Stupid. I watched water polo for ninety seconds. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I left they're it They're splashing on. and throwing the ball, around. and then finally we were able to find the soccer on the Spanish channel. We never went back to water polo. Well, why, 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 
Who who cares about this this sport? It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous sport. Horrible. (laughs) And they and they're doing the they're doing the the color and the play by play like it's like it's really the most exciting exciting. thing anybody's ever seen. Very serious. It's just they're (laughs) splashing and throwing the ball around in the pool. I mean, (laughs) this is the sport that I if if I could do a sport in the Olympics. I would do water polo or those or those boats. The real th- I like the thin boats. Those are cool. but those require skill. But you could be the guy that just does this and doesn't really give them, you know. Or you could be going splash around in water polo. Ah, right. no. Well, apparently there's a lot of strategy that goes on with the water polo. I I didn't see it in the 90 seconds I watched. I had enough at 90 seconds. What confused so. me though is ping pong. I can't watch it. It's so damn fast on the television. Just Table tennis. Whatever, table to. tennis. They stand a long ways away from the table. We have to. You that notice that? firing in there, man. I mean, they're standing on back like 10 feet from the damn table. It's like, hey, I always stand right up next to the table. Maybe that's why I never can win at the damn game. Yeah, you gotta, I'm you standing gotta too sta- close to the you table. you got to stand a little further. There was, a, there was a, a period of about six months when I was in, or when I was in college yeah. where I was completely obsessed with ping pong. I mean, every day I even bought my own ping pong racket paddle what are those <laughs> <It's brilliant. laughs> and i'm but you're right you're trying to get shots off the corner you gotta stand back and then of course i made friends and me and this friend of mine every day ping pong it was like <laughs> and then one day no more ping pong no more ping pong you know you just you ever do that though what what's some obsession you had where you were on it for like a good few months and then all one day you went huh Okay, I think I'll watch TV. You know, you just you totally, completely get obsessed, and then you drop. I was probably anal sex. <laughs> um, I think I was I was wow, really into wow. it for about ten years, and then it, dude, it that's just a that's of, more than just a like uh, a, a passing yeah, that, fancy. That's a hobby. Yeah, that's a. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just talking about a, a, a. Oh, you're talking about a sport? A, no, just a quick obsession. Oh, something you were. Oh, I'm you, sorry. I'm sorry. Every day, like pu- like people who play puzzles. Jalapeno or, or, Cheetos. Yeah, one, one of those. <laughs> now I'm hungry. Um, let me think. A, a short-term obsession. Ah, uh, boy, I don't know. I'm kind of a kind of a stick with it type of a guy. Yeah. Uh, you played ping pong for how long? About six months. Six months. And the reason why I stopped, I can tell you why. You uh, sucked. No, I, the girl. <laughs> no, you the broke girl, your paddle. No, I decided that the girl I was, was playing with every day, uh-huh. I decided I wanted to take her on a date. And oh. then once the date didn't go well, it was the end of ping pong. Yeah, it got all the, all the fun just oh, okay. kind of oh, yeah. dropped out of it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Never went back. And the bottom fell out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like I went through this golf thing in Miami when I lived in Miami because they have beautiful golf courses, world famous golf courses. The Biltmore Hotel, nice. uh, the, the, the the what what's the other big one? That's the Dural, nice the Dural, track, right, right? The Dural, Dural. The, uh, yeah, so the, you know, the, the Blue Monster. I got, I bought all these clubs. <laughs> the and orange I was, Monster. I was hitting these son of a, a bitches. black monster. They're, they're all monsters. Yeah. I was uh, I was okay, but uh, not great. And uh, it, then I moved up uh, north, and uh, I don't know. There's a lot of great. Golf I want to get back into it there. though. I, I liked the golf. I thought the golf was uh, was kind of cool. Here's what I did one time. I, I I actually got into ice fishing for a short period of time. Did you really? Well, yeah. You I never it's on Minnesota. Yeah, yeah but I, I never thought of you as an ice. No, fisherman. and you know what? I'm not. But 
it's it was a cool idea because I was thinking, okay, I can go out in the lake and I can have this this kind of hut thing, and I can you know put a TV in there and kind of make it like a house, right? And then cut a hole, and then I'll do some fishing, right? Yeah. Well, it's it was fine for a few times, but then it's like, this is stupid. <laughs> this is totally asinine. Why am I out here in the middle of a lake? It's 20 below zero. <laughs> I'm watching a 13-inch black and white TV set with rabbit ears, and I'm waiting for a fish to bite on a hook in a 12-inch hole in the ice. It was stupid. So... Uh, I so quit that ice was, fishing. So that would be. Yeah. How many times did you try before? I don't know, maybe fifteen times. So you did. This would be considered a short-term obsession. Short-term oh, yeah. obsession. I went out there every day, every what single if, day. I was going. <laughs> Sorry, you were talking about golf. I yeah. nodded off. And what? And what about you, uh, Melissa? Any, any ice short fishing, ter- short-term yeah. obsessions? I can never see you ice fishing. Ice fishing. <laughs> ice fishing. <laughs> Get the hell out! Of I here. don't think they have ice fishing in Nantucket. Uh, you be well. Actually, well, they I got was fishing. Fished, I was fished out of the ice several times while trying to, and unsuccessfully, I failed badly at um, at ice skating. Oh, I got the weakest yeah. ankles in the world. So yeah, that might have been something. You I crashed through the few, ice. Yeah, had to be fished wow. out. <laughs> so you went ice skating a few times. Yeah, I was an ice fish. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I did. I went ice skating a few times, and it yeah, fox was the fish. Cold and wet and frozen, and I hated it. And then I had to walk back home all wet. And okay, you know, like, yes, you know, you can do that indoors now. Not in Nantucket. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, all right, so we've gone through the uh, Olympic Games a bit, but uh, I think now it's time to move on to what happens after the Olympic Games oh. and what happens with these athletes. And now we already know that this Lochte guy is losing his endorsements. And endorsements are a big deal for Olympic athletes. They say that once you get a gold medal, it is a quote-unquote all-access pass. It means you get to go anywhere and do anything while you have it. Better do it fast. And you've got to do it in the short period immediately following the games so if you want to get whatever you want to get now's the time to go get it yeah because it fades quick i mean it does people's people only remember you for so long you're out of the limelight it's over with so you better be able to parlay that you better get yourself a, a manager of some sort marketing whatever right and so what about big money sponsorships? Everybody says, okay, well, if you want a gold medal at the Olympics, you can go get a big money sponsorship from some major company and you're set for life. Oh, I think that's a big misconception. What do you think happens there? That. Well, honestly, uh, these guys, first of all, they're barely making a living. They're struggling as it is. They do get some sponsorship to pay for everything. But for the most part, these guys are like poverty level to begin with. So they win a medal and, yeah, for every athlete that ends up on a cereal box, according to Angela Bovey, who's a boxer and an athletic career coach for the Olympic Committee, okay, she said there are hundreds of others that don't even get paid for the sport and are struggling to get by. Did she know she was once ranked number one in the U.S.? And ended up living out of her car and working multiple jobs just to support the training schedule and chase those dreams. Wow. So it isn't a gold medal isn't immediate, isn't money. Oh, no. And your health and sponsorships, that's the next step. Um, 
you know, if you're an elite athlete and you're you've got a future, you might be working towards something. If you're retiring and you're looking at a second career, well, you may not be able to endure. It's not, it's not uncommon, as Blackjack mentioned earlier, for the athletes to come back here and then get depressed and and you know live under this black cloud because they don't know what's next. You know, it feels like they wasted. It's their not time. like they're on a team that competes every every year and they have a contract and they get to go play you know pro no. sports somewhere. Because there's not a lot of pro sports teams that uh, do competitive diving. No, or synchronized swimming. Right, exactly. And the depression actually starts while they're in the quest to get into the Olympics, to do the trials, to do all that. I mean, only the top three really get to go, and it can be pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess the best thing to do is open up a a business afterwards. Uh, Maybe, uh, you know, uh, do something that... uh, it provides you an income that uh, you know you can use maybe your either the what you've learned as a trade in your training and maybe train other people or maybe get involved with uh, some kind of a situation where you use your notoriety initially to open up something with some name recognition that people right. will come to right something like that. Well, apparently the U.S. Olympic Training Center does have a program that tries to help out with the goal setting and planning because here you are at this huge level in your sport and you need to have that same kind of an infrastructure to develop yourself outside of the sport you know, you need to find another way to live you can't just train 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 and then you know your health or whatever issues come along and you're you, you're done some of them may only be a high school graduate other of, of these olympians have phds they got to go out there and find part-time jobs to support themselves. and hmm. It's hard work. All right. Well, uh, more to come uh, as we talk about the Olympics, wrapping up the 2016 Rio Games here on Living Sexy Radio. I'm just looking at these great pictures uh, that Brian Price took and, of course, our friend Carol of uh, the uh, beautiful party You're we had. You're listening to Living Sexy, starring Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity. What do you mean? Broadcasting live across the globe oh, what do you mean? at 10 Eastern. Since you're running out of time, what do you mean? Oh, 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 what do you mean? Better make up your mind, what do you mean? Show us your sexy. What are you doing this summer? The only plans I have is going to Premier Couple Superstore. Premier takes you where you want to go. Premier has the largest selection of adult novelty items, lingerie, clubwear, bachelor and bachelorette party supplies, and much more. Premier is located at 5009 South Orange Blossom Trail or online at premiercouples.net. Get your summer started at Premier Couple Superstore. Premier Couple Superstore, proud supporters of the LGBTQ and Pride Radio Orlando. Hey, this is Blackjack. I want to tell you about MixingSexy.com. It is a 
fantastic new social and dating site that we have put together for you. The cool thing about it is it looks and acts very familiar, like another social media site you love. But you can be who you want to be. Every lifestyle is covered. If you want to date, you can. If you want to hang out, you can. If you want to go to parties and events, they're all there. You know, I hadn't been on in a couple of days. By the way, it's Chastity. And I have to tell you, this has been so much fun for me. I had a guy ask me to view his profile and give him some tips. At Mixing Sexy, G-Spot says, go find your spot. On mixingsexy.com. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. We like it when you watch. I'm myself a little cake by the yeah, I like those pictures you're uh, showing off there, Jack, uh, before the break. Those are kind of nice. That's one of my yeah, party. Just, uh, just posted on uh, Facebook, on my Facebook page, and I'm going to post it on Living Sexy page as well, but it's from our party that we did. Uh, was it yesterday? Man, it, it was just, yesterday. It seems like a week ago. <laughs> it was awesome. It was a good, it was good, it was good get-together. Yeah, it was it really, fun. It really came together nice. Thanks for everybody who came around and hung out with us, too. It was a good time had by all. Yeah, we gave away all kinds of prizes from Ferry and our friends at uh, the Ferry uh, Diamond Company. Uh, they beautiful rings, and uh, we actually gave away a uh, nice purse. Can you call them purses now, or do you call them handbags? I don't know, man. I, I, I oh, think that, you, that was a handbag. I think you call them. I think them, it was a uh, handbag, right? It was. Yeah, it was. It was very expensive. Man, man purse. No, it wasn't for a purse. woman. It was for a woman. Oh, what, what about an man? effeminate man? Could it be for? Her? Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, we uh, had a great time at uh, the Bee Resort and Spa. We'll hopefully be doing some more uh, pool parties. We'll let you know where they're going to be, uh, New York or Las Vegas or uh, in uh, Los Angeles, California, uh, possibly somewhere in South America or in Europe. We'll let you know when we get them scheduled. And uh, okay. not only that, we keep uh, you know the party going this, this weekend is going to be great uh, at Caliente Resort and Spa. Uh, what do we got going on in Caliente? Are we going to have an after party and an after after party, or what? What do we? Uh, I know we're planning. A well, few Saturday night uh, before our Sunday event, uh, there uh, may very well be a big after party going on at a uh, special location. Uh, if you are uh, on LivingSexyRadio.com or on MixingSexy.com, uh, we'll uh, try to post something on there and let you know where that is going to be. It'll be one of these kind of clandestine deals where mm. you've got to know somebody to get in. And once you get in, uh, you're going to get some. Well, you know us. So that gets you in, right? Yeah, I think that's how it works. But anyway. Uh, Fox, yeah. you coming? I don't know. We're having a great know. time out there. Oh, I know. I have just so much going on, but I'm going to try my dangest yeah, to make This it. Sunday is the SOS party. You know, it is also a, a, a special day that's being celebrated on Sunday. Have you heard about what Sunday is? My birthday? No. No, it's to- it's it's International Topless Day. She's still milking day. that birthday thing. It know. hasn't happened yet. It'll be Thursday. International Topless Day Oh, is the 28th. And that is the day that we're throwing our party. So it's a perfect opportunity for you to take your top off for maybe the first time. And we get how, special how rates it, to get in. How is it possible, unless God is on our side, to have it fall? We didn't plan 
this party to fall on International Topless Day. This is this is a, this no, is a it, gift. It is. It's falling. It's a on miracle. It's, it's incredible. It's a beautiful thing. All right, so once again, it is this Sunday, Caliente Club and Resorts, just north of Tampa Bay. If you need more information, you can go to our website at livingsexyradio.com or you can go to calienteclubandresorts.com. Going to be a hell of an event. Uh, just 30 bucks to get in for the entire day of fun and frivolity. And you're also going to be able to have the special mixing sexy beverages that we've created at special prices at the bar Neat. by the pool all day long. So uh, that's great fun. All right, so what uh, what now? What now is going on in this world that we're living in here, Jack? It's insane. What is happening with these people out here that think they can do anything they want to do? They can do it at uh, your expense, and there's nothing you can do about it. Hmm. And I don't worry about that kind of stuff much, Trick. But I, I will say that uh, it seems to get uh, your ire up. Yeah. Do <laughs> Sorry, you realize? Do you realize <laughs> that there are people? Yeah. That are actually on social media right now. Uh-huh. That are beating up on Olympic athletes that are dissing them that are talking trash about these people that have gone and spent all this time and effort to compete at the Olympic Games. Well, that's because they're jealous, you know, that they're not champions of anything, and so they just kind of armchair it. No, I think the people are just being mean, be downright yeah, mean. That's what I'm saying. Part of it's jealousy, though, I think. Because no. you know, they can't accomplish, so they're just kind of dissing. Well, there's a, there's a couple of athletes out there. Uh, one of them is this uh, beautiful uh, young Brazilian woman who uh, looks beautiful, mm-hmm. but failed miserably at the games, right? Yeah. And so what they did is they have they have basically gone out there and have been, uh, uh, how should we say, um, what, what do they call it? Uh, sh- not shaming, but... Uh, I think, yeah, uh, shade, uh, shame, uh, throwing shade. What's the, what's the word they call it? What, what do they call it when they... Uh, when when they talk bad about you behind your back, what's that called? Bad mouthing, bad mouthing, backstabbing, uh, backstabbing. That's oh. what I'm saying. Okay, so what do you think should be done about that? Is there a way that we can we can do something about that in in the in the in the social media world? Is there anything we can well, do? What do you what do you what should we do? I don't know. I just don't think it's right. I just don't think people should be able to do that. I understand about the free speech thing. And I don't like to police social media. Do you guys? I mean, do you think we should police it? Uh, no, that would defeat the purpose, I think. Right. So we just let people say what they want to say, no matter how mean and horrible it is to anybody they want to say it to, with no repercussion. <laughs> right? Is that how Well, it I don't know. It's freedom of speech, Trick. So what are you going to do? You're going to put them in, like, bad-mouthing jail or something? I mean, really, it's... it's <laughs> All you could do is uh, try to teach people to have some friggin' manners, but you you can't take everybody's free speech away. I mean, that's just silly. They already took smoking away from everybody. <laughs> now they got to take this free speech away. Everybody's well, what do you mean they took smoking away? You can't smoke nowhere anymore. You know. can't smoke in your own car if you got kids or something. You can smoke in my bathroom here if you want. No, no, that's gonna that's pretty much out the window too. Well, you can yeah. smoke out the window, and that's fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, even when you're outside, they say you're, it's illegal to smoke outside. But I'm outside. Mm-hmm. Right. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No. I don't know that you can do anything about the all the slander that's going on. I mean, especially with regards to uh, these people, they're considered public figures, so therefore they're open. You can't sue. Now, if someone went on and said something about some just some goofball neighbor, that would be different. They say something about me, I got no repercussion. Okay, because I put myself out there. Right. But again. Um, oh, you put yourself out there. Oh, right. I put myself out there. Oh, like, yeah. oh, yes, I do. Point is that there's a certain category that I fall into and that these people fall into as well on a bigger scale where they're considered public figures. And once you do that, you're, you're open to anything, uh, you know, any kind of assault, whether it's uh, textual or sexual or I'm just kidding now, whether it's text, <laughs> social media, all that, there's really no repercussions. I mean, you know Leslie Jones from Saturday Night Live. She was huge supporting at the, the Olympics. I mean, just going strong and crazy for the longest uh, bit of, of it in Rio. And yet Twitter did not take down these comments where the, this person just slammed her. Yeah. You know, I mean, racially charged. Uh, posts why because like i said because she is a celebrity and therefore you can't there's no you have no repercussion there's nothing you can do about it you know it was uh the silliest thing and and i'm gonna say this okay when i was growing up we were taught and i'm from a military family that you stand at attention when you sit when they play the national anthem unless you have a you know, you, you unless you salute if you have a, a cap on, right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that all of a sudden, if you don't put your hand on your heart for the entire, uh, somehow this has changed, or or uh, we did the hand over the heart for the Pledge of Allegiance, and you stand at attention for the national anthem. Am I yeah. right or wrong? Well, they gave one of these gymnasts such a hard time because she didn't, put her hand over her right, heart. Right, exactly. Yeah, oh yeah. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Well, and the Chinese are ripping on, on uh, you know, the Rio Olympics pretty hard as well. They call it uh, one big joke. Listen to one what one of the uh, these uh, people say here in, the, in the, their social media. They're saying that uh, they're, uh, they say the biggest task for athletes this year is to come back alive. Oh. Yeah. And and they they said that our country should dispatch to Brazil the world championship level disaster support group, <laughs> and, and this is coming from a Chinese social media post. And but there's there's all kinds of really negative nasty stuff out there, which I just don't think should be a part of this. I mean, this should all be an uplifting, positive thing. So why is it that social media? I think it kind of brings the level down to a lot of this stuff, and unfortunately, it just seems to be the way that the world is going right now. I don't know. There's always someone ready to poop on somebody else's part. I guess so. That's probably what it is, you know, so they can feel better. But I say we just ignore those All people. Right. We're going to ignore it, and we're going to move on here on Living Sexy Radio to greener pastures and mm-hmm. to brighter waters mm-hmm. and to more exciting times. Because uh, after the uh, closing ceremonies last night, of the Olympic Games, we got to see a preview of what we're going to see in four weeks on The Voice. 
And we've got two brand new female judges, Miley Cyrus and our sexy artist of the week, which is Jack. The beautiful and talented Alicia Keys. I have an Alicia Keys story. Oh? Alicia Keys. That girl's on fire. <laughs> she is, uh, of course, a lovely girl. Mm. Although Trick told me she used to have a crossed eye, and I never noticed oh, the yeah. crossed yeah, eye. Oh, yeah, they got that fixed, yeah. I, I didn't realize you could even fix a crossed eye. Sure. This is all news to me. Uh, she's not wearing makeup on the boys. People have noticed this. Uh, she was uh, photographed, uh, and uh, they're wondering why. Why? I'm wondering why as well. Well, here, here's the thing. Do tell. That she says. The process to, to, to alter her public image. She said, I was finally uncovering just how much I censored myself and how it scared me. Who was I anyway? Did I even know how to be brutally honest anymore? Who I wanted to be? I didn't know the answers exactly, but I desperately wanted to. One song I wrote called, When a Girl Can't Be Herself, it says, In the morning from the minute that I wake up, what if I don't want to put on all that makeup? Who says I must conceal what I'm made of? Maybe all this Maybelline is covering up my self-esteem. It's hard to rhyme self-esteem and Maybelline, by the oh, way. She made it work. Yeah, Let's it hear it. Yeah, yeah, we'll something. hear a little bit about this from the preview of The Voice this season. So I'll play a little bit of this for you. I feel like I have a lot to share. And like my perspective is something people will receive. I straight up love you. I just don't know how honest it is. I'm starting to kind of hear it. <laughs> Miley's the youthful. Anyway. So then, of course, they got Miley as well. Whatever. But let's listen to a little from our sexy artist, the lovely, talented Alicia Keys. What is this tune called? Fox. In common? Said I'd be gone by five. But it's sunrise and I'm still in your bed. Good night usually means goodbye Me replaying memories in my head Look at you, look at you, look what you made me do How do you, how do you figure my every move? Who are you, who are you, you look so familiar I know you, I know you, baby, I know the truth We got way too much in common Alicia Keys. Alicia. And uh, some body contortionists in this video. It's quite interesting. <laughs> Freckle-faced girl. And so what she's trying to say in this new song of hers is that she is screwed up. And you have to be screwed up to love her. Right. Is that the message? You must be messed up. I too. think we're all a little screwed up, you know. And basically, that's what she's getting at. But yeah. yeah, but it's it sounds kind of a. Okay. She's going at it like you know, I'm I'm kind of screwed up, and so I don't deserve a, a somebody that isn't screwed up, kind of a thing, right? I mean, mm -hmm. she she wants she's kind of setting her sights a little lower. Is that the idea? No, I mean, well, she's saying that she's a mess, and you must be a mess too if you're interested in being with her because she's a hot mess. 
Okay. Well, uh, is, and and is she currently in a relationship? You know, I don't know. Uh, okay. I, well, we, we could find out. I mean, I can do a little research here. I am the whiz. Do you know you? She's mm-hmm. your singer of the day. Hmm? Well, I, I like the uh, the, She's the songs married that to she does. Swizz Beats. And they have Swiss. two children, Egypt yes. and Genesis. Well, he must be messed up, this Swiss Beats guy. Why? Because he named his kids the Egypt and Genesis. Well, no, because he's going out with her. I mean, he's married to her. Well, Absolutely. What makes you think that just because she wrote a song like that, that she's actually saying, this is me? Well, every song that you write is about you, even if, even if it's not. Oh, okay. All right, then. You don't write songs about somebody else. You write them about you. It's just the way it is. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it earlier when we were talking about this song from uh, written about Nick Cannon, right? Okay. Yes, that that yes. song is about her. It's about her relationship with Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, every every song that Taylor Swift writes is about her. It's about well, her relationship yeah, with some guy. Hey, God forbid, right? yeah. Or about with other people. Mm-hmm. So it's just the way it is. So it's obvious that he's messed up, and they named their kids what. Uh, Ethiopian and no, 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 Egypt and Genesis. Okay, all right. I was, yeah. I thought it was, a, I knew it was a country of some kind. Swiss beats. <laughs> <laughs> all right, very good. We'll have some more Alicia Keys all week long Swiss. as we feature her as our sexy artist of the week on Living Sexy. Okay, guys. Uh, before we wrap the show tonight, uh, I had to get to this story about the student who had sex with a teacher. Now. Yes. The the student and teacher sex thing has been uh, you know all the rage uh, lately. It seems like it's it's what what's happening. And, oh, and she's and, a looker too. And the one that's the one that's really becoming much more common now is the male students having sex with the female teachers. Now, it stands to reason that occasionally these relationships might have a little bit of unprotected sex. And this is what happened in this particular case. And let me let me give you some backstory on this. Uh, this uh, high school student, uh, basically in Redlands, California, mm. was having sex, and this was not just once and or twice or three times, a number of times, with uh, his teacher. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and. With the, Go ahead. With the teacher? Oh, is she a lot older? Yeah, she's a lot older. She's 29 years old. Now? Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. She was charged with 41 felony counts of unlawful sex. They had sex a lot. You heard me right. 41. Every time. Okay. For every time. Um. Now. She wasn't just having sex with a one boy. Oh. She was having sex with three different boys at Citrus Valley and Redlands High Schools. She she had to spread it around to even to different high schools, okay? <laughs> <You said> spread. <laughs> spread it around. Yeah, she had to, you know, <laughs> spread that that special juice that she had arr, around. Arr, arr. Um so she had to go to jail. Sentenced to a year in jail. Uh. All right. But listen to this. Mm. This is really weird Mm. what's going on here. She admitted as part of a plea bargain Mm -hmm. in this case Mm 
not to just having sex with these boys, but to having the student's baby. <laughs> oh, dear. Hmm. Yes. And listen to this. She shares, shares custody of this child with the former high school student who is now 21, according to attorneys in this case. Now, all of that's very interesting and, and, well, and well and good. Okay, now here's where it gets sticky, right? Here's where it gets weird. Sticky. There is a lawsuit in civil court, all right, that claimed that more people knew about this story than just the student and the teacher. What, like school officials? Like school officials. Oh. And they didn't tell anybody about it. They kept it hush hush. They kept it under the table. Teacher friends knew too, right? Like Mm -hmm. she was telling a colleague of hers about the whole booty booty calls. Yeah, booty booty. Uh, So the interesting the interesting thing is Uh that the school now is going to have to pay some money. The whole district, actually, the whole school district, right? Because you've got two different schools involved. Right. And they're going to pay the money, which is how much? $6 million. But they say, we're not going to admit that there was anything that we did that was wrong, but we're going to pay this money anyway. Right. (laughs) Basically, what it is, is it is a settlement. So that, and and the teacher's not suing the district. Here's the interesting thing. No, it's a student. The teacher who got knocked up, who had a baby, who went to jail and all that kind of stuff, the person that really went through hell in this whole deal, because she decided to have sex with some students, right? And which was wrong. And don't get me wrong; I'm not saying it wasn't wrong. But I, what I am saying is, she got pregnant. She went to jail. All this stuff happened to her. She got nothing to say about the school district not saying anything about this and not doing anything about this. It's the student, the male student, that knocked her up, mm-hmm. that sued the district and got the six million dollars because the district didn't report this, didn't. Uh, protect him. Protect the the boy mm. against this horrible predator. Could have been a lot more money too, if they had gotten an empathetic jury in another city. Maybe, so, maybe. You know, I mean, it's like a financial scapegoat situation. Yeah. You know, uh, it seems to me that uh, there seems to be—is it more of this type of thing, or is it just being reported more? Because you you keep seeing all these female teachers getting pinched for messing around with the boys in the classroom, and uh, but do you think it's always been going on? I mean, even Van Halen wrote "Hot for Teacher," right, which is all about this kind of thing. And when we were in school, trick we always thought about banging the teacher. I know I did. <laughs> well, I was hot for one teacher in school, but uh did she ever uh did she ever uh, Yeah, I think your, she was kind of hot for me too, but touch your uh yeah. fancy yeah, but, or Yeah, but I, I was I was only 8 years old. Stop. Oh, so, stop. You know, um you know, it just, I don't feel it, I think it never would have happened. Uh but to 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 wrap it up, what's going to happen here is that uh he's going to get his 6 million dollars. He's still the father of the kid and here's the Six funny thing. 6 million dollars. Here's the funny thing. He's still Connected with the with well, the, the mother of the, the, of the child, they got joint custody, and he, and she gave him a Bible on his birthday, so they've got it. They still got a relationship, so she's going to end up getting some of this six million dollars. Oh, of course she is. It's just part of the deal. It's kind of weird though, is apparently he says 
that the teacher gave him alcohol and then told him it was a miracle pregnancy because she said she didn't believe she could get pregnant from him. <laughs> I'm so confused. This this guy, this this boy, sounds like a real brain surgeon. Oh, yes. I got to tell you yeah. that right now. Redlands, going to be some interesting kids coming out of there. Well, guys, it's been a great night tonight. Thank you so much uh, for listening. It has been an incredible show on the Olympics, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we continue on with Living Sexy all week long here. Uh, great to have you along tonight on GabNet as well. This is Electric. I'm Blackjack. I'm Melissa Fox. Thanks for listening. Love you, mean it. And we are Living Sexy. Sexy. You've been listening to Living Sexy on Gabnet.net. Find tonight's show and replays of our past shows on Gabnet.net. This is the Living Sexy Radio Network.